And I'm very pleased to say that joining me in the studio right now is the Greens candidate for the Fanny Bay by-election, Jonathan Parry. Good morning to you. Good morning, Katie. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, great to have you in the studio. We really appreciate your time. Now, um, Jonathan, the big issue or the big thing that a lot of people have been talking about in this by-election is the fact that uh, some of the candidates do not live in the electorate. Firstly, do you live in the electorate? Uh, I've got an answer for you, Katie, and it is yes, I do live in the electorate. I think I'm, I'm the only candidate who lives in the electorate. Is that right? Yeah. So um, did you grow up in the electorate or, or what's your background? So my background, um, I'm a legal aid lawyer. I've worked in the justice sector for nearly a decade now, um, but uh, born in Brizzy and moved up here from Melbourne, uh, but been in Parap the entire time I've been up here. Okay, so yeah. so a true blue uh, member of the uh, of the electorate of Fanny Blay. Yeah, well, uh, look, I own there. Um, I bought an apartment there. I'm invested in the community um, and uh, I want to do right by my home now because uh, you know when you meet people on the street and they go oh yeah I moved up to Darwin for two weeks and never left I am the textbook I'm the poster child for that uh, it didn't take me long to get here and I was like oh, I'm not leaving well that's good it is always good to hear I love it when I hear stories like that now do you think that living in the electorate gives you an edge over the other candidates I think it does um uh, if only to say that I don't have to promise that I'm going to move to the electorate if I win, because uh, I'm already there. Um, and the other thing is that, look, I'm in touch with my community. I'm in touch with colleagues and friends uh, that live there. Um, and really, for me, it's like, it's personal. Of course it is. It's my home, and I want to do right by my home. Now, what do you see as the major issues in the electorate? Uh, look, I've been talking to shopkeepers, to retirees, and to young families, um, and three main things come out for me. Um, it's uh, it's justice issues, um, and it's not about being tough on crime, uh, because being tough on crime is dumb on crime. I want to be smart on crime and invest in actual solutions uh, for issues in the community. Um, that's especially true for shopkeepers. I know uh, young families are concerned about the future for their children. They're concerned about uh, the future of the territory and the environment that we all love here. Um, and so that's why I'm campaigning on climate. Uh, and the last thing is accountability. Uh, lots of people I've been talking to have been saying that their phone calls to uh, the previous representative's office have gone unanswered. And I just don't think that's representation. So the third thing is accountability. Um, and it's uh, and it's taking the major parties to task and um, being an actual voice for the electorate. I guess some people out there listening will think it can be quite difficult to do that, you know, if you're not part of one of the major parties, i.e., you know, the, the Labor Party or the CLP. What would you say to that? Oh, I... I disagree, actually. Um, look, I'm I'm of the community, um, and I'd be there as an advocate. As I said, I've been a lawyer for a long time now, and uh, I know how the system works. I've worked in the justice sector, and I know what real justice looks like for communities. Uh, so I'd be an advocate, I'd do right by them, and I'd do right for them. Now, why do you feel as though you're best placed with the issues that you spoke about before? Why do you reckon you'd be the best person to try and, and fix them? To put it very bluntly, I guess? To put it very bluntly, uh... Because I know the issues. Um, I know that uh, the strategies that have been put in place, uh, the previous quote-unquote uh, solutions, um, being tough on crime, just don't work. Locking up kids doesn't work. We know that. We've seen that for, you know... Uh, Tough on crime has been the, the rhetoric for 200 years, um, and I think we should be smart on crime. Think about the client. You know, I'm, I'm here for the Greens. You can tell that uh, I'm... I'm concerned about the future for the climate, uh, but I don't come from an environmental background, which is why I've been listening to people, I've been listening to experts about what's actually important and what needs to be done to ensure a future for our families. And accountability, uh, I work in governance, I work in justice, um, you know, I read, 
You know, I'm, I'm looking at what the things are saying and I'm looking at what the issues are and I'm taking notice and I'm asking questions. And if I don't know something, I'll ask. Now, when it comes to crime and antisocial behaviour, it's been a massive issue for some of the uh, for some of the business owners and some people that in, are in the electorate. Um, you've said that, you know, you've got to be smarter when it comes to when it comes to crime and locking kids up doesn't work. What do you reckon needs to be happening? Early intervention. Uh, alternative means of keeping these kids off the street. It's not lock them up and throw away the key. It's give them something to do, you know? Um, these are not bad kids on the street. And Territorians aren't, uh, you know, ter- these Territory kids are not bad kids. Uh, they just need something to do and they need some support and they need some guidance, which is why we should be investing in mentorship that works, um, teaching these kids to love their community and to love uh, the Territory. Now, um, a question that's come through from one of our listeners, and it is around the uh, Turf Club funding and wondering, do you support the Turf Club funding uh, being cut? Uh, what I find interesting about that is the uh, lack of transparency and the lack of, uh, you know, understanding about why these decisions have been made. There's been question marks over the Turf Club for a number of years now, um, and I'd be really keen to answer that uh, into the future because um, uh, it seems like they're evading and they're dodging. Uh, and um, and as a, uh, I can tell you, as, a, as an advocate, as a lawyer, uh, I'd be asking those tough questions to make sure that people get the answers they deserve. Now, Jonathan, one of the things that we've been speaking about really, heavily this morning is cost of living specifically petrol prices and the fact that these petrol prices are just not coming down in the Northern Territory. You know, we'd spoken to Eden Bell uh, from the AANT just a short time ago. What do you think needs to be happening to try and ease this cost of living which is having such a huge impact around petrol prices? Look, that's a really great question and it's exactly what the Greens have been saying for years. We saw at the last election, the climate election, about big companies and big corporations, oil and gas companies, taking responsibility and paying their fair share for Australians and for Territorians. Um, The subsidies being given out by government uh, to these big companies uh, are not flowing through, and I don't think that's fair and I don't think that's right, and I think the people of Fanny Fanny Bay deserve better. Just very quickly, before I let you go, why should people vote for you? Uh, Because I provide a real alternative. Um, And if nothing else, I'm going to terrify the other parties to, to sit up, take action and listen. Well, Greens candidate for Fanny Bay, Jonathan Parry, I really appreciate your time this Good morning. On you, Thanks Katie. so much Thanks for coming so much. in.